Hi, my name is Anushruti. My name is Grace. And welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Embracing Change. Today we're going to be talking about toxic masculinity. So what is toxic masculinity? Why is it harmful? What, we, what can we do to help this issue? Yeah, so first of all, like, what is toxic masculinity? It basically involves, like, cultural pressures for men to behave and act in a certain way, and this likely affects many boys and men um, in some way or fashion. Yeah, so toxic masculinity um, refers to the notion that some people's idea of manliness perpetuates domination, homophobia, and aggression. So it's, like, people, men who think that to be a man, they have to do these certain things, which a lot of times can be really negative. Yeah, and where did this feeling of being a dominant originate from, Grace? Well, a lot of it's because of societal expectations in, like, older days, and still now, actually, but it's mostly based on men's peer groups, um, socioeconomic factors, and their upbringing. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think in the, like, 1600s to 1900s, and definitely before, I don't even know, um, men had a very, like, it's a very expected role that they had to play in families in order to, like, keep them running and everything, and that's definitely changed given we're in the 21st century, but um, a lot of that just spurs from there. So, some signs of toxic masculinity being um, displayed is, like, violence, aggression, bullying, and harassment, homophobia, misogyny, which is, like, the dislike or of, um, like, prejudice against women, and, um, like, refusing to seek help when they're struggling mentally or physically, and engaging in a lot of risky behavior that might cause harm to themselves or others, and also, like, engaging in unhealthy behavior, such as, like, smoking, drinking, alcoholism. Yeah, also, a big thing I wanted to note on, I think Anu and I um, touched on it in the uh, Male Stories podcast, but a lot of times with sexual assault, like, guys feel like they can't, they can't, like, reach out for help because they're a man and they feel like they have to be secluded and they can't show emotion, which is definitely, like, toxic masculinity because guys feel like they can't cry, they can't show emotion, they can't, like you know they can't feel yeah yeah, they can't feel and why is this a problem so this is a problem because like societal expectations put a lot of pressure on men to act in a typical or traditional masculine way that could end up hurting themselves or others and i think that's also where a lot of like the abuse stories that we've heard from Mm -hmm. a lot of that sparse from there i think they want like that sense of authority or and not necessarily because they want it, but just because like society puts so much pressure on people. Not saying that rape or anything is okay or justified whatsoever, but I think a lot of the reasoning behind that is psychologically, like um, males are kind of trained to do that. Yeah, and like even at our school at such a young age, like I've seen like guy friend groups and like you're like praised for being like all macho, right? And like if you do something that's like society that's like not a good thing but it appears manly you still get like complimented for it you know like bullying other people like people will laugh at it and be like oh my gosh like that was such a good roast or whatever um and then also like how they treat their girlfriends i feel like if a guy has a girlfriend who's like under the influence of toxic masculinity i don't know if that's a word a lot of times like they have to like wear the pants in the relationship they have to like be in control all the time 
No, yeah, I agree. So, like, it's very implicated in socially created public health problems, such as, like, elevated rates of alcoholism, which is what Grace was talking about, just, like, under the influence and everything. And this can even, like, cause health problems and stress in the future. So, like, certain types of cancer in men are more prominent, and this can increase, like, rape and abuse rates, as we were saying. Yeah, and also with the smoking and drinking factor, if you look back in old movies, like, all the, like, the presidents the head of companies all the men are all participating in like those activities and it was just like a sign of manliness but now i feel like society has kind of realized that those things are unhealthy so it's sort of geared towards making a change but it's still considered like cool like manly to like do that stuff no i agree like speaking of cool and manly i know that like, I know for a fact that some people in, like, middle school, some of the guys there, they were straight-up rude, and they would not really... They would completely disregard other people's emotions and feelings Especially and girls everything. Feelings. Yeah, exactly, girls' feelings. And we would just, like... I, I don't know about Grace, but I would just dismiss it as, oh, that's just, like, so-and-so. That's just how yeah. he acts. And I think that that's something that we girls also do. We, like, push it too much to the side, and we learn to take it. But it's not something that we should take. And we need to understand the difference between masculinity, which is not bad at all, and toxic masculinity, which is a completely different thing. So, Yeah, so there's, like, ways you can be a masculine person, like, several different ways. And you can be proud of it. But the bad thing is when there's only one acceptable idea of being a man. Yeah, and this is, like, specifically the idea that promotes excessive dominance, physical aggression, and, like, the manly stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's about it for this episode. I hope that you all got a little more educated on toxic masculinity, and we ourselves learned more about it, too. Um, Peace. Peace.